When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Ricari Austin, and I'm one of the hosts of GCX 2022. That's right. We're already talking about next year. Now, we want you to join us at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida, as we come together for another unforgettable GCX. Tickets are going fast, and look, we want to see you. So visit gcxevent.com slash tickets to book now. When your coffee is freshly roasted and ethically sourced, it's music to your ears. Shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com. Welcome in, guys, to episode 29 of Coffee and Chill. This is our second attempt at recording. This is the original did not work, and Keso's uh, computer crashed entirely. We had a really good intro uh, and all sorts of stuff. I'm still streaming on my subathon, folks, for anyone that has listened to this in a future date. I have now been streaming for 421 hours straight, obviously with sleep and whatnot in there. But nonetheless, the energy is not at an all-time high, so I apologize for my very melancholy demeanor. But, I'll try to carry it yeah, here. I'll try my, to carry it on my back. Like you always do, my co-host, Kesso, <laughs> will carry. So... Last, uh, yesterday, you opened up with, um, you know, you almost had to deal with, like, a shooter. So let's just pick it up there. All right, dude. So, you know, regardless of the beginning, my wife and I are out at this bar and grill. Uh, The bartender runs from behind the bar. She she goes and locks all the doors, and we're wondering, like, what's going on. We hear somebody talking. They're like, this guy was here, you know, a few minutes ago. Uh, He threatened to come back and shoot the place up or shoot somebody there. I don't know what like the full you know information was. So bartender calls the cops, um, and the guy's supposedly like coming back, right? So then the one guy that's like over by the door in this bar, he's like, "Oh, the car is here or something." Like this guy comes back. So I grab my wife, and we go to the back like uh, of the place, and like we're by like the back door and the bathroom. Um, and so I'm like worried that like the guy will like come in through the front of the place. Um, and then like fake it and go around back and like go through the back door. So like I'm holding the back door just in case, like I'm trying to be prepared. And then while this is going on, there's like this group of, uh, like 70 year olds there. Uh, they were there for a bowling league. I guess they go to this place every Tuesday night. Um, so I'm thinking like, oh, cool. I'm going to be in a mass shooting. 70 year olds die. Like me and my wife are just here for the first time we ever went to this place. Um, so we see everybody like from the back, we're looking out to the front. We see everybody like crowded moving towards the back. I guess the guy's walking towards the door. 
I don't know if he tried the door or what, but he ends up leaving. Um, I don't know if he tried to open it. It was locked or whatever. I don't know why he just didn't shoot the door open. Yeah. But uh, the guy leaves and then the bartender starts closing people out. And I'm still worried he's going to come back. And then like 20 minutes pass from the first, like whenever she locks the door and her calling the cops, the cops had not come. 20 minutes. We're supposed to live in like a super safe area with amazing, you know, cops or whatever. Nobody comes. So we close out, we end up leaving, but then I'm like, we are never going out again and leaving our house. And like, I'm going to get a gun, I guess. I guess it's the only way to protect your family. I have no idea. But I was scared uh, because it's Dude, like, that's you know, scary. it's scary. And I'm like, we, it's not like we go out that much, but it's like, you know, it's supposed to be fun on like a Tuesday night, just hanging out, getting like, you know, I'm going to be drinking. She's not drinking. So I'm going to have beer or whatever. And uh, you go out and you got to worry about like somebody shooting you, I guess. Good lord, you know? yeah, I've never had anyone brandish a firearm at me. I don't feel like that's common. Unless you're obviously I, like I, in the military or you're maybe a police officer yeah, or something like that. But I, if- I don't know. But then um and then there was like a big story in Pittsburgh uh two nights ago. There was like a uh there was like this house party um where like these kids like rented like an Airbnb. I don't know if there was like an adult that rented it and then like a bunch of kids showed up. But there was like two hundred people at this house party and then somebody showed up uh with a gun and shot like 11 people and it was like right where my one friend lives and it's like right on the street where uh, my wife's cousin lives so it's just like i don't know i it, it's always a divisive topic but it's always like dude this stuff could happen at any time dude that's insane bro well i'm glad you're all right, all right. uh yo so this t- okay guys just heads up like nhl um it's slowly winding down obviously and we can't fill an hour of talking about NHL. So we're going to wing a lot of this and uh, obviously discuss GWC and things like that while Kessler was still competing in it. Uh, but <laughs> while you said house party, I'm going to do this quite a bit over the next few weeks. Best house party moment you've ever been at. Give me your best house party that you've ever attended in your entire life. Dude, I've, I just remember one time uh, in college, okay. uh, my wife and I were somewhere. Because, uh, like, okay. you know, and were where, you dating yet? Where are you? Uni- yeah, because we, we were dating from freshman year. So, okay. like, I remember uh, the cops showed up and like, I don't know if they were going after like drugs or something, but I remember we were hiding in like this back room while the cops were going through the place. <laughs> and it was like this, I don't know if it was like a closet or what, but it was like, it had this back like cement wall and we're just like hiding in there waiting for the cops to leave. Uh, I just remember having fun that night, drinking a lot and uh, you know, not too much. Like, I don't remember like any, I wasn't a big like partier in high school, so like there wasn't anything crazy in high school, and then college it's just like going out. So uh, fair enough, fair enough. I don't, I, I don't have like a uh, Project X story. Right? I have like I can probably fill like two podcasts for the like high school parties. So yeah. did you see any of my wrist game that I streamed during the subathon? Dude, I have I've been really like fair uh, enough, fair enough, which I'll tell you about later. But yeah, it's just been crazy here. So okay, no, I okay. didn't. So me and my th- my three buddies that I play Risk Legacy with, for anyone who doesn't know, Risk Legacy, Risk Legacy is it's basically normal Risk, but it comes in a box and you only get fifteen rounds, fifteen games of it, and anything that happens in game one carries on to game two and game three and game four so there's lots of crazy stuff and then like there's these secret envelopes it's like open when everyone is one one game um and then like new factions will come in and stuff um so it's it's very very cool so my friends um my friend texted me he's like dude he's like your sabaton's not ending so he's like what if we just come over there and we you know put on our best behavior and we just stream a couple games versus legacy i was like sure absolutely because trying to get everyone together on the same night when we're married and two of them have kids and like, you know, it's just impossible. So 
They come over and whatnot, and I completely forgot what I was going with. Anyways, oh, one of them was my best friend, Kyle, <laughs> who I talk about quite a bit. Um, Kyle, yeah. um, in high school, my be- he's been my best friend since, like, grade 10. And um, he had this garage. Uh, his dad's a carpenter, owns his own carpenter business. But when um, they've like when he was younger, his dad worked at home, and uh, he has this, like, six-car garage that we, like, turned into, like, the ultimate high school gross, like, place to hang out it was always clean but we would like we would go out on the weekend at night and we'd go around to new development houses and we'd find like carpet that was like extra carpet and we somehow managed to carpet this whole place so it was warmer okay. uh was it had, all the consistent like carpet like the same carpet throughout uh, yeah for the most part we were very okay. very particular uh we found uh we would we would go on kijiji and we'd find people giving away free sectional couches and we would like go and get new sectionals, well, new in quotes that weren't like you know, brutal, and haven't we hadn't spilled any booze on it like that. And we built a bar, got a fridge, uh, built this like bought a sound system for it, pulled all our money together, and bought a big, huge like fifty-inch LCD TV when it was like newer. This is like two thousand like six, seven. Anyways, so I have like a million nights there because his mom was just kind of like out to lunch a little bit, and okay. like she would scream but like never do anything so we would know that we just had to endure her screaming while we have like 25 people in his garage just all drunk like all like just boozing and whatever anyways there's one night in particular there was just one girl and we never really let her come over because she had really crazy parents and they would always cause like an issue and whatnot and she was very nice but she would always drink way too much and this one night um we were all actually 19 this was actually when we were in college so our first year of college this is one of the last parties we ever had and so there's like 20 of us there. I think it might have been Christmas break. Um, and uh, so it's freezing outside. So we can't go outside. So sure enough, like she kind of she gets she has a little bit too much to drink. And everyone's like, OK, like we had to like put her to bed, essentially. Like on when it wasn't like a crazy rage or like that. But then I guess her mom ends up showing up in the driveway, gets in the house or gets knocks on the door. Right. All 20 of us go into the back back of like his carpenter garage. Right. This little room. There's like 20 of us rammed into this little tiny storage room, right? Kyle has had way too much to drink. He's somehow in his boxers, laying on the couch. Okay. Mom somehow managed to get in the front door of our of our of our place. We used to call it uh, the shop. She she got into the shop, okay, and she just starts screaming at at our friend. And this is nothing new, right? And we're all just like kind of like like laughing or whatever. But Kyle like comes to. And he looks over at her, and this and this lady's pretty intimidating. She's like mega Karen, if like that, you know what I mean? Like this. Oh yeah, did she have the haircut as well? I don't know about the haircut, but like that's okay. what, how you describe it—a paint a picture. And he looks over at her, and he goes, "Man, would you just shut up?" <laughs> and like we're like we're like we're like nineteen years old or whatever, just little shitheads. And Oliver's like, <gasps> "She's like, work. I'm gonna call the cops on you. You're dosed. You're done." But I just remember looking at all my friends, terrified, laughing, and then my one buddy got was like scared that we were in the back and it was like all of us just fumbled out of out of this back room because there was this one back little door and by the time that she was done screaming she came out and there was like 20 of us sitting by her car it's a very awkward experience but i don't know why kyle made me think of that one but there's a lot of other ones i mean uh kyle getting way too hammered and he decided to jump off like his roof um somehow didn't break anything jesus Um, yeah, there's a lot of that. Like, there was a lot of, of, like, really just getting Kyle to do really dumb things. But nonetheless, um, the best party I've ever been to was my grad party, though. Uh, I told oh, this yeah? on Why stream. I told this on stream. Um, I was with um, my high school girlfriend, 
and my, my best friend Kyle and his girlfriend at the time, and I had my car, my shitty car, and right before, uh, at graduation, um, like, the valedictorian, she's very popular, but our, my, I was, I was kind of, like, um, in, like, every group, whereas mm-hmm. Kyle was, like, the class clown, so he, like, really wasn't, like, you know, like, like, the jocks and, like, athletes or whatever didn't really, like, like him all that much, because he was just kind of annoying in that sense, but he wasn't, like, hated. Anyways, he wasn't getting invited. He wasn't like he was getting invited anywhere. And so the valedictorian girl comes up to me and she's like, "Hey, we're having a party. You guys need to come." And I looked at her. I'm like, "You sure?" And she's like, "Yeah, absolutely." So I was like, "Okay." She's like, "Just bring a tent." And I was like, "All right, sure. Why not?" You know, what I mean, it's grad. This is the last time yeah. we're in high school. I show up and there's this place in Niagara called Chippewa, and it's like the city that runs along the top of the falls. So it's very, very nice, um, and along the uh, parkway. And, like, you can literally run around this path that is, like, water, like, the top of the water before you go over the falls. And um, we're driving back, and we get to this, we get to her address, and it's like this, dude, it's like out of a movie. It's like a 50-foot driveway into this, like, two-story, like, mansion thing. And I'm like, all right, I see all these cars parked up front. I park my car, I grab our tent, and I can hear the music. I get in behind... And we, we walk around the side of the house, and dude, it was dude, it was legitimately like out of a movie. I, I will never forget the scene. It was like on the left was like fifty tents, and on the right, this big this big huge sound system set up with like with like uh, spotlights like crisscross on the on the backyard lawn that made like a dance floor, and there was just like. 10 foot fight bonfire made out of like wooden slats and volleyball. This was, this was at her house, right? Yeah, dude, and she just threw this party. But I'll never forget. Um, my 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 graduating class was maybe 100 people like my school maybe had 700 so maybe it was like 150 200 people and yeah. there's like well over 100 people at this party and one of the guys that like i was friends with that was on the football team comes up to me and he's like dude he hands me a beer and he's like dude you gotta come see this and i was like okay and there's like a, kind of like a circle like commotion going on we walk in and <laughs> one of the one of the biggest nerds ever must have had his first beer and he is just losing his mind, having the time of his life, dancing around, and no one was making fun of him. It was just hilarious. It was just happiness. Good. And it was one of the best parties. There was no drama. It was every single click at my high school. I will never forget. It was very, very fun. Yeah, that's but awesome. Anyways, yeah, it was. It was. It was a nice memory. Um, yeah. All right, let's talk. Let's let's get GWC out of the way. So. Oh yeah, let's get, let's get it out of the way. <laughs> I mean, you know, so this weekend you've got a big tilt. I do, man. How exciting is that? I'm actually really looking forward to this. Uh, I, it will be very, very fun to watch because it is like, I it is by far the best GWC matchup so far. Yeah, yeah, easily, right? So first round, I'll be playing Saphir, and then the other side of that four-man bracket, you have Kush and Regs playing against each other. So whoever wins out of me and Saphir will be playing one of those two. So, um, do both those games happen? Like both those series happen same day? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that insane? So if you if you win these two rounds, you're in the draft, yeah. no? Yeah, you're in the draft then. So for anyone that doesn't know, um, we're, we're down to 16 people on each console. And when they get down to four people on each console, they enter a draft where they no longer use their own hut teams. And the 16 people will actually draft a team from a pool of players, and it will mimic uh, versus player stats. So Connor McDavid will be like 94, 93, you know, for example um and it'll be like everyone will be it'll be even essentially you can mm-hmm. draft your own team but yeah it, craziness is that 16 people been how long is this draft gonna take dude i don't know because like the last whenever they've done the draft it's always been like eight eight people in a draft it's the yeah. final eight yeah yeah so like 
I wonder if um, they've never included like the full NHL roster. It's this, always been like certain players, but I wonder with 16 people if they will. I heard that it is supposed to be like quite a full roster because, yeah, there was like years where um, uh, I'm trying to think of an example, like Taves wasn't in the lineup or, yeah. or you know, what I mean, Bergeron wasn't in the list of players, but like McDavid and Matthews were in all the big, big ones. But um, so, yeah, I would think that it's almost a full list. But man, 16, if you draft first. You're not drafting again until 32nd. Like, Isn't that insane? The teams are going to be awfully balanced. Like, it's... Yeah. I am ex- I, I really hope I get to that part because I like the draft. Like, that's the most fun to me. Yeah. Um. So that'd be a lot of fun. Um. But that's a big if. Like, that's a huge it is. if. This is, yeah, you definitely have the... Well, all four of you have the hardest route. So, um, Kess, or Regs was the runner-up in North America of last year. Um. So he mm-hmm. was one game away from winning the GWC. And then you have Kush, who you beat um last year yeah uh, very very good player and then you have Safir, who is again among the top 10 for sure in north america um so yeah like it is definitely going to be um what's your like, what's your like strategy is anything change yeah dude it, it's changed a lot uh in Safir, I, I ended up playing uh, junior pens on stream a couple times on friday night and i knew Safir was watching and i'm like i don't care <laughs> so it's uh it's a lot of shots. I'm kind of like, it's a mixture between the Junior Pens play style and mine. Okay. Um, I ended up scrimming Junior Pens a couple weeks ago, and he was doing some stupid stuff that worked. So I ended up putting it into my game plan. And uh, I think if I mix all that stuff together, I have a really good shot. Yeah. And I then d- nothing, nothing ever changes defensively, just skill zone, right? So uh, uh, what I, I'm I curious for is that no offense to either of you, but there's always been moments in your GWC runs, both of you in the past, where like you've gone out earlier maybe not yeah. last year for you you played gren but in prior years right but still nonetheless mm-hmm. like it, it, it was it was early i agree with that completely yeah yeah so uh, one of you is going to be awfully close like you know and you'd have to think it's uh it's it's regs but kush is a very good player and regs seems to have not played nearly as much this year than he did prior yeah which for is sure. tough um so it'll be really interesting and then all the other one, like all the other run, like brackets, it's just um, there is a clear favorite on each yep. console, and I think we're we're starting to see the uh, the um, the issues that are going to arise, obviously with EA not making cross console, and then GWC having to run with four. Um, you know the issue with that because you know I mean whether it be bans or upsets or whatever, like the the top player pool is just shrinking. So uh, looking at like the players that are left, uh, I forget if I told this to you. No, I didn't tell this to you earlier. Um, have you ever looked at like the uh, the standings from like the 1999 Tour de France where it's like you look back and like nine out of the 10 people are banned later for like PEDs? <laughs> like that's kind of what like the top player list for NHL GWC is right now because everybody's just getting knocked out. God, it is a wild, wild affair. Yeah. I, I hope that at some point we get some clarity on it. Um you know, in terms of like consistency and and reasoning behind you know everything. Obviously, it doesn't I, I don't know if there's an appeal process or anything like that, but it's tough. A lot, especially the lifetime thing. I think I still I mentioned this in the last podcast. I think that that is way too over the top. But uh, I don't run the events, nor am I involved currently yet. So um, I'm just someone who plays NHL and and talks about it. So nonetheless, yeah, uh, yeah of course. Montreal, man, does this one feel less? It feels less 
Like it just. Yeah, I, I think this whole year has an asterisk on it, right? Especially with is uh, it, it, GWC. What, it's crazy because last year with with the um, with 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 COVID, like you would think that would be worse because of the four consoles and then all of the all of the the bands and and people just tattling on each other and, and just, you know what I mean? Like it's just um, you know tough yeah. man it's tough a lot and i don't know what what's gonna come of it and i mean the future gwc matches we lost some of like the best players in the world we did yeah i mean we lost uh josh, josh. you know josh john wayne's out the biggest one. i know john, john was wayne's knocked, not out for for, uh, but, for the uh, band but like he was yeah. knocked out and he's always somebody that goes far and always has exciting matchups yeah his events cammy was like one of the best like gwc games i've seen like ever watched it it was just really good so yeah but uh yeah it just it just feels like 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 i don't know lot it's luster is not there and i'm wondering yeah. like and i don't and i'm assuming it's because of the bands but it's just like well less hype i guess would be the way to say it but yeah definitely yeah uh, it's, unless like streams leading up to it like last year you had like the every weekend for a month yeah. was like you know I would think that we see some streams after the draft portion, or maybe even the draft itself. I hope the draft is streamed because I think a lot of people that play Hut would like to see how you know. Um, how, Dude, like, if I make it there, I'll have the draft room like Belichick that one year with his dog in the room. Do you remember that? <laughs> with then he leaves and it goes <laughs> yeah, back to it. It's just a dog just be the dog in the laptop. Yeah, <laughs> and it looks like Kesso drafts Dustin Bufflin. <laughs> yep, for sure. Oh man! How but, about that yeah, clip? Mean, How about that clip that my my editor Tyler made? Oh, uh, dude, that was hilarious. He's good, man. <laughs> dude, I said I saw the original thing. I'm like, Tyler, I need you to dress this up a little bit. And yeah. if you haven't seen it, it's Kesso from it's Baby Kesso from 2013. Was, uh, 19, 19, yeah, 19. And he's at a Virgin Gaming tournament. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. How much was the prize pool in that? dude 70k for first isn't that insane that makes me ill um dude, dude i had the worst con like i had the i had the like most confidence going into that and then like i i, I you talked to? about it uh some some french Did you guy ask? Oh. no i didn't i didn't lose to him it wasn't the year he won i lost to some french guy um G-Pool? i went down screen no 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 because okay. he wasn't even around then like this okay. guy's not around like a lot of those people aren't around anymore no yeah for sure none of them are like very yeah. few yeah, yeah, it showed a clip of like the room packed. Like, who was there? Um, so it wasn't just that tournament. So Virgin Gaming at the time, it was a million dollar tournament, uh, I believe. So NHL had a two hundred thousand dollar prize pool, and Madden and FIFA had four hundred thousand dollar prize pools. So they were giving away a million dollars that day. Um, so they had uh, pretty much two hundred fifty six Madden players, two hundred fifty six FIFA players, and then one hundred twenty eight NHL players all in that huge. Uh, like event space um it was awesome and the the bad thing about it is like that's probably uh like the most exciting tournament that's ever happened in nhl but it's also like the worst ran like it was all single elimination like throughout um and then like somebody had to go down screen two periods the down so, screen like, part i remember yeah was brutal. The, and the sing- the single eliminations were off too yeah yeah and it's like completely randomized brackets too. Like so, you, you can, I remember that year I was in a bracket with like, or no, the year before I was in a bracket with like no bounds and like no some bounds. of the other big names. I love yeah, that. he's awesome. Yeah, like it was just like uh, people that didn't know how to run like that kind of event, or like they didn't care and they were more putting it on for the spectacle, right? Yeah. 
Oh, exactly. But, uh, those were a lot of fun because I got to see like uh, Madden players that like I grew up watching. Like I remember uh, Problem Right was there. Um, really? So seeing, yeah. He's so seeing, he has been around that long. He his subathon's going on as long as yours right now because I, I follow him on here. So like seeing him play, I think that might have been the year he won. Um, and it was just cool like to just go around and like watch those like other games going on and stuff. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, Dude, well, I mean that'd so be great if they did that this year. Like what? or like just in the future, like if they had some big like EA event like that where like they have all potential, the were... I think. Like because there's sound with DreamHack, right? Like there's a big DreamHack yeah. that happens, I think, in Montreal. I would suspect this year, if if outsiders are allowed in, that this would probably be the most people from the community. It would just all be the you know the people that get too ping that we <laughs> we're not you know what I mean they'd all show yeah. up and you know I, I would suspect that it's always more fun for to uh, um, to have more people in attendance for it so we'll have to wait and see what happens and if we even make it there at this point man guys are dropping like flies um, so dude, yeah you're talking to, about the subathon though dude yeah so the subathon yeah it's at four hundred this is the first night that I am I am out of energy early so yeah you seem like it I was worried about you texting you. No, like no, I was just like, yeah. as I uh, as it goes along, um, it got down to like 20 hours last night and some of the boys popped it up to like 64 again. Um, and uh, uh, it was weird. Obviously, it's great. Like, I'm, I'm happy and it, it is done today. I got a follow from MLB Gaming, the official gaming account of the Major League Baseball, which pretty much puts the exclamation point or the final nail on everything that I wanted to have happen. Bro, I competed in my first ever mlb community event the g fuel one right bro i had the time of my life because i was just i had no shot at winning and i went in knowing and i was just scared that i would embarrass myself because no one knows who i am really even the guys competing some of them knew me by name like a couple of them did which i was extremely grateful for and they were all so nice um and then obviously i knew like the g fuel guys and whatnot but i saw the bracket i was in i was like i'm just not gonna give up 10 that's it. I'm because that's what happens when you get mercyed, right? And you can't even get technically get mercyed in a three inning game. It was just three inning games in the round robin. But I was like, I'm gonna make sure I don't lose by ten, and I'm gonna make that the gimmick the whole thing. So I played Coogs, who uh, is an incredible player, and Scomo as well, who's a really really big Madden guy too. Um, mm-hmm. And then I played um, Graceful Swan, who is legitimately Polks, who ended up winning. So first okay. game, all right. Again, whole goal not to lose by ten. Okay. Uh, I lose nine nothing to Graceful Swan, and I was ecstatic. And he found it funny. Like it was like I was like, "All right, guys!" Like I knew it was only it was, it was only gonna be more difficult. So the very next game, I knew I, I knew Scoma was was wasn't as good as Graceful Swan. Still a very very good player, dude. Somehow I win eight three, okay. and I'm like, "Wow!" I'm like, "Okay, no matter what happens now, I know I'm playing Coogs, who's like again one of the best players in the world." I was like. I mean, it used to be. I don't know what his stance is right now. I know that he can go twelve and zero and he dominates World Series. And like, I was like, I just don't want to be, you know, ten zero again, right, bro? The very first, I, I, <laughs> second, I, I managed to hit a first inning home run. It's two nothing, and I managed to. I, you can't strike any of these guys out in the format because they're so good. I got crap contact from. They got all crap contact hits. I got bailed. Second inning on my second at bat, I managed to get someone on base and I hit this absolute no doubt bomb. And it's on Twitter, and it was one of the most fun, like the most fun moments in, in I've had gaming, and I don't know how long because I was so stunned that it happened. I ended up winning five one, and I was like, I moved on out of the round robin phase, and then I lost four one to again another one of the better players 
um, on uh, in MLB. So everything it went, it couldn't have gone better. It was everything awesome. I wanted to do. Yeah, it was it was really I'm I'm really enjoying MLB, dude. I'm 420 hours in, right? Yeah, 420 hours in. I'm still not done everything. Today I'm working on my creative player to try and get him all all full diamond, so that if I want, I haven't found a shortstop I like. Um, so I literally made a shortstop with like the swing stance of Joey Votto, who I mash with, and I'm like, okay, and you can get them all diamonds so that you have like a 99 overall player. It's like okay, yeah. sure. I spent I'm spending two days doing that. I'm still not done, and I'm at 420 hours. I've done everything else other than that. I'm just like, man, it's so nice. Do like you this, think you've played the most hours of MLB uh, compared to anybody in the world? It's got to right be now? close, man. It's got to be close because I, I sleep. I sleep now. I sleep about eight hours a day. I have. Yeah. I feel like, um, you know, the first couple of days of the subathon, I was like, oh, I can't be sleeping on it. Right. Like I, I slept like four hours a night. Now I'm sleeping like a good eight hours. I throw on Better Call Saul and I just I just kind of zone ah, out nice. for a little. So good. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it, this but the subathon, it's uh, it, I, am, I am I am blessed. I am a blessed boy. The fact that it has been going on for 18 days and I've currently got another 42 hours on the clock um insane but um you know this will be in the book you know this will be it's like uh, i was thinking earlier it's like that monkey paw thing it's like you want to be a full-time twitch streamer and yep. now you have it but it's literally full-time uh, yeah like this stop. is a little excessive yeah like this would be yeah. like i would um i will do it for every launch of the game however it will not be six minutes a sub because that is now clearly insanity because my community is way too generous it will be three minutes <laughs> and it, it, uh at- at this point next year, it might have to be like two minutes or a minute. Dude, because, so a regular subathon uh, among guys that are like, you know, XQC, the ones who do real, yeah. like the, the marketed ones, it's 10 seconds. And they're, yeah. dude, uh, so one of my favorite, I think I talked about this, one of my favorite streams, Pestily, 41 days, 10 seconds. Dude, he got to number seven all time in amount of subs, like the 89,000. <laughs> like, yeah, you just have to continue the stream for another two years and you can you, probably get there. I'll be good, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it's been uh, it's very humbling. I do not like gifts. I, I'm, I'm very awkward with it. And, uh, you know, when people show me insane generosity, I don't really know how to reciprocate it or, you know, and uh, but nonetheless, it does look like it is slowing down. And uh, something crazy at, at, on Saturday or Sunday, I legit leave to go to San Jose for the first time ever. I will be oh, going. Sh- oh, you've never been there. I have never been to San Jose. I've never watched a game. Never watched. A sh- I've watched about thirty Sharks games, all in other arenas. Never been yeah. to the Shark Tank, and uh, so I'm doing. I'm the. I'm, uh, I'm hosting the Shark Pacific Cup along with Grizz and Davos. They're coming as and well. And you guys are doing that from the arena, right? Yeah, we're in. Uh, so we had a meeting today. We're, we'll be in like the the main penthouse suite. Like it's like the one that is directly in line with Center Ice. Okay, and it has the biggest opening um so we'll be doing that man and uh i'm 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 amped up i'm amped up for that so um because uh, obviously i've never been to san jose i've never gotten to see a game live that we'll be calling it during a game and i'm hoping that the it might it'll end before i don't you know i hope it ends before yeah um so i can just sit and just chill but um yeah man i'm, I'm so excited for that but the subathon I'm a man of my word, so if it's still going, I will pause it at 10 a.m. on the day that I fly, and I will go and do. Well, I will go to work, <laughs> come back, and the next morning at 10 a.m. I will resume and we'll keep going. But uh, I don't anticipate it going that long because that's like that's. that's it just, has to end at some point. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, here's like, the thing: I haven't talked to you in like a month. Right? Yeah. Like really talked to you yeah. uh, in a long time. I guess it's been the 18 days. 
it's, you know, um, give or it, take sometime. It, it's it's becoming like tonight is is hard. I I don't know why. I, I I like I said. I think every day my gas tank gets a little bit like the top end where it fills up is just getting lower and lower. So even when I get full when I get full recharge, it's like at fifty percent, and yeah. I'm super unhealthy. Like I cannot wait uh, to go to the gym. This is probably the worst I've ever been, even before when I lost someone with the prior time. Um, but I'm actually excited because I have an idea that however long my subathon goes, whether it's eight, whether it's 21, 22, 30 days, I will be doing um, like a two a day, 1700 calorie deficit um, with full eight hours of sleep and making it my making the health portion of my life the number one focus and YouTube and Twitch on the back end, which I think yeah. I'm going to have a really hard time with in the beginning. Um, making sure that those two things are like health wise is met first before working about streaming and, and making YouTube videos. We'll see how it goes, but I'm really excited for that. I haven't been amped to um, get back in the gym like this uh, since the last time I did it like three years ago. So um pretty pumped for that. Yeah, man. You just need a break. You, it, you need a break from this. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. But you uh, accomplished like what I think you accomplished what you set out to. Accomplish. I w- yeah, it's like. Easily. Like I said, easily, yeah. Like everyone, like that that community event I got invited to, I thought was it. Like I was like, okay. And then today I got that follow from MLB Gaming, and I was just like, all right. Like they follow 160 people, so I was like, yeah. okay. Like this was all exactly what I wanted to do, and I want to thank everyone. Um, if there's anyone that is gifted bits or subs that's listening, um, you guys made that possible because if it didn't go as long and make as much noise as it did, then I wouldn't, you know, have the. Uh, You'll be able to do the fall. Dude, I'm averaging more viewers than I did in NHL. It's yeah. sc- that scares me, man. It's- I told you, man. Uh, so what would you do then in September? So uh, MLB, you're averaging 400 viewers. Everything's taken off. Uh, you just go to NHL for a little bit. I, I do. I think I think that it is the perfect like six month window, man. So yeah. right when NHL launches, something called the finest comes out. And that's um team of the year team of the season for mlb and then it obviously dies out it's not like mlb doesn't die like like before launch there was like 300 people in the directory right um but i think it might work perfectly and if that's you know if that's the case and i've got something then i'll just keep going i can't just stop making mlb content when nhl comes out though so that'll be interesting um but it will be uh it will be fun because now i need to if i can branch into a second game and make it a thing then I can branch into a third. And when I can do a third, I can go into five. And then I can wake up every morning. And that was the original goal I set five years ago when I started this, like, journey. Was to wake up and play whatever game I wanted and live my life normally, right? So, yeah, which is literally definitely. the hardest thing to do on the platform. So, Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so San Jose is going to be fun. I'm excited for San Jose. Um, yeah, it'll be the $30,000 Shark Pacific Cup Finals. It'll be Olympia um, against Prodigy. So that has, like, Pogues and all them in it um and the broadcast crew is uh getting flown out to do the broadcast live it's you grizz and who else and davos okay um but uh yeah really looking forward to that so um yeah yeah um, uh here's something interesting let's uh, go so my wife and i were talking uh like the past couple weeks and we started to look at houses in florida uh, let's go we, we have like i a, love this dude Skyler, i know i know she, because like i i saw i saw her tweet at you today like a little florida keychain yeah but um we we kind of have this like it's not like an actual set goal yeah but uh it was like if we moved anywhere um That's I, I see i see tyler in the chat yeah. like let's go what city like, yeah yeah um 
so her aunt wants to move there and her brother wants to move there. So like, it'd be nice to move there with uh, people, you know, and my, uh, my requirement was like, I don't want to be in an area where it's like hit by hurricanes every two years. Mm -hmm. So like, I was looking up some of the safer areas and like it said, Kissimmee. Yeah, uh, which is like close to Orlando, which I mm-hmm. think would be really nice. Orlando and Tampa, in between there is where I would, where is like my like strong like, uh, you know, place some. Dude, and, and then the houses we were looking at, like uh, three fifty or like four hundred thousand, you need like a really nuts. nice house. Dude, this one was like it was like four bedrooms or something, but like it had this really nice um, indoor pool. Like it was just cool as hell and i'm like okay we can do that i can work from home forever like we never have to worry about the snow again uh no state income tax like which depending on where i work like that'll just be a little extra money in my pocket like it just it sounds ideal man it's funny because everyone like craps on florida but i think once you get older you start to realize that like dude (laughs) there isn't there isn't many places if again you can't live in certain places in florida but uh, once you, you know, you get your your adult job and you're like, OK, I'm going to pay tax here. OK. All right. Yeah. That's not bad. You know, houses are extremely affordable when you consider southern Ontario and like New York State and all like up, up re- or the eastern side of, of the states. Like it's uh, very, very desirable. Um, so I went I went to Orlando for the lighting event and, he, and Kevin from Rare Drop was driving me around and we were talking about it. And he was like, yeah, dude, love it. Like it's. So, um, we'll see. I, that's funny though. Cause yeah, my wife just tweeted, she was Googling how to, you know, how to become like, you have to get an immigration lawyer, all that. Yeah. Not hard though, because I do get paid by YouTube and Twitch, um, American companies. I can get my visa very, very quickly. And then she, I would be, I would be her sponsor. So, um, yeah. maybe the goal is by the time I'm 35. So 2025, if I can make yeah, that dude, happen, I, it'd be nice. Could I, you uh, imagine? Could you, I know, right? That would be so funny. Like, wouldn't it? <laughs> Oh, uh, we were tired um, from sure. Yeah, we were talking about like, uh, especially like we'll probably have like a few kids. We can get like season tickets to uh, Disney and shit. Just like, oh, you know, dude. go whenever, uh, which I know, like, I think the adult thing is to like hate Disney World. But like, there's also those weird people like me Love that it. like it. No, but uh, yeah, man, it'd be fun. And like, and like, I'm looking outside, like not right now because it's dark out. But like, dude, it was raining here all day. Not that it doesn't rain in Florida, but like it was cold and just Dude. never have to shovel snow again in your life. I haven't gone outside in a couple of days, just unfortunately, right? I go yeah. my back door for a second to get some fresh air, and I was like, it's snowing. And I'm like, what in the... I mean, it was enough to be on the ground, and my backyard was wet. I looked up at Skyline, I'm like, what in the world? I was just like, yeah. my goodness, dude. Um, Somebody right, just said the podcast would be done live in the same room. To imagine, <laughs> you know, we would just have scotch. <laughs> Who even knows if, like, if, if uh, I'll still be like a like obviously you will this is your career but who even knows if i would by that time but if i do and this thing is you know i'm still enjoying this uh that would be fun you got the itch man it's just every time nhl comes back around like it'll die like you're you're gonna you're gonna have no interest at all after gwc other than the podcast and then the new game will come out and you'll be like all right these are the videos i gotta make here's the times i get straight and then it just all kicks back in and obviously Uh, you're gonna have you're gonna have a plus one in your home did we announce like all that on on the podcast? Oh last yeah, week? yeah. We talked about. Uh, no, you found out. I you don't found even out know. Yeah, a boy I'm, or girl. Yeah, I'm having a baby girl. Yes, um, excellent. I can't wait, dude. I'm very excited. That's gonna be dope. Um, man. We we started buying um, 
like so we, we're going to do a Winnie the Pooh themed nursery. Okay. Um, so we didn't we didn't buy that furniture yet and stuff, but we started yeah. picking some out. But uh, we were at the bookstore the other day um, looking at like books and stuff. And like I like being able to see like I forget the book. I the book I bought her. It was like uh, fearsome tales for little girls. Like it was like I don't know if that was that, that sounds kind of scary. But it was about <laughs> like uh, it was about like girls that like do badass things, you know, like okay. it's not like the typical like princess or like rescuing uh, Rapunzel. So uh, we bought that. Uh, we got some clothes and stuff. Like um, I have like uh, what is it? There's like a fantasy football legend or something. Little like baby outfit. Like that's dad's dope. number one pick. Like dude, I'm excited. That's awesome, buddy. You're gonna because be she'll be here for football season. Like she'll yes, be here. She will. Uh, yeah, our delivery date or whatever date is like August 28th. So you know, a weekend or Dang. two later, she'll be right next to me, watching. Uh, Watching, you know, week one, I'll have money on DraftKings on the games. She'll be rooting with me. <laughs> That's her college tuition. That's true. We're yeah. gonna try and make it. Um, yeah. uh, yo, so I made a video um, on NHL today or yesterday. Uh, news flash: There's not much content to cover anymore in NHL, which is normal. Like every sports game, you know, we're at the end. So usually, this is where I start going over like what I would like to change or what I would like to see changed or flaws or you know, theme team, stuff like that. So while the subathon was going on, I asked chat, like, if, if, if I should talk about things I'd like to see change. And I have to go about this much more carefully after what happened with the whole AP nonsense. So I want to make this very clear for anyone listening that didn't watch the video. I started off with Hut Rush. I was like, let's change Hut Rush, okay? Um, and I said that this isn't, I was like, I want feedback on it. And uh, because I won't, I won't um, give my recommendations for hot rush and things like that unless i get good a solid amount of feedback stating that yeah what you're saying is actually accurate because if not then i'm not gonna yeah i just really after the whole ap thing where i got flamed like it's just you know i my my interest in providing feedback has gone far down because now it impacts me um not just financially but like my business it impacts my business if i give my feedback and ea uses it yeah, that impacts my business now. Yeah. So let's talk about Hot Rush real quick. So here are my five things that I, I, I want to change. I had five things, okay? I want to hear if you agree with all of them, okay? One is the reward path. It leads to a guaranteed card at the end. So instead of, like, a power-up collectible, which I can't stand anyways, at the end of you completing the reward path, there is a an event card that you can only earn by completing that Hot Rush reward. And what would be cool is if it was a master item, like a master card art. I don't yeah. know if that would like take insane amount of resources for the graphic designer to come up with one more card, um, but that would be sweet. So you know you grind out you know three million uh, points and uh, you get this eighty. So let's say I use the example of uh, ninety overalls of the master items at launch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Eighty-eight would be the card that you get given. Yeah. So I don't it's see not. An issue with that. Yeah, it's not. It could even be ninety. You know, it could even be ninety. Regardless. Um, and I think it should be a, a defenseman, goalie, and a, and a forward, um, a choice pack. Maybe okay. that's asking for too much. Because the, the one downfall is that if it is one card, everyone will have those, like, six cards or whatever. And, I, you know, I like the fact that they give us lots of choices now. Uh, the next thing, I want a shootout mode inside of it. Um, I want a Inside shoot- of Hot Rush, right? It, yes. I think that it is mind-boggling to me that a mode that is designed to be able to play for fun in a very short amount of time does not have a shootout mode yet the only competitive mode that we have to play the game we have to play in overtime which no one likes 
So if you want to give us the shootout, you know, uh, you know, the shootout stuff in Rivals, get that out of Rivals and give us our own dedicated shootout mode inside of Hut Rush that resets and whatnot every two weeks. Now, there will be objectives like there is right now. You know how it's like make 50 passes and you get 40,000 XP, yeah. right? Well, instead, that those 40,000 XP still goes to the reward path. But if you complete all of the shootout challenges and it could be like 50 wins, right? It could be. Yeah. You know, like something like that. 50 wins is probably something in two weeks in a shootout. You know, no matter your skill level. You can do that. You like, can do that. Shootouts you just are play mostly more. luck, yeah. And it play, and it takes like, what, like six minutes to do a shootout, if that? Yeah. Um, You get a guaranteed card. So I gave the example of like an 86-year Lettinen, um, you know, that had 99 deking. And that that is rewarded for you completing Hut Rush or completing the shootout mode of Hut Rush. Um, the other thing, the next thing was, um, draft master set players. So anytime that there's a, um, a time where you've got to draft a team and it's like five V five or, or, or six V six or, um, three V three, you can only draft. The draft is no longer CHLers or random silvers or base cards. Enough of that. Uh, give us the master set cards that are out because then at least we can try them out and that will yeah. drive people in the hot rush no matter what. Um, this doesn't even need like, um, this could be tied into i don't know but like or anything but like yeah any mode that that any any needs to have master sets as the draft uh number four is a gimmick mode so um instead of just mascots which okay you can still have every you can, they could be included every couple weeks sure like in a rotation i want a, a week where it is all players above six foot that have truculence and the goal is not to win well, it could be to win. You get bonus for winning, but yeah. it is get 500 hits. So yeah. that I means mean, with how hot rush is, um, I'm assuming they could just tweak like the points given. Like I know it wouldn't be uh, oh, for wins, but like a, a hit could be worth like a thousand points instead of like typically it's worth like a hundred. Exactly. And I think that these are all things I want to mention that I think that are in the realm of possibilities of actually being able to be done. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to give it with like the game changer glasses where like, I know I'm not going to be like, you know, like, you know, come up with like, we're going to get like a, you know, everything is supposed to be exactly like MLB. Like it won't be like that. Um, yeah. but like, these are things that I think are realistically could change. Um, so yeah, I think that that would be fun. So like, let's say you got a truculence event on normal ice. The next week could be three on three. Everyone's under six foot has wheels and it's on international ice like and you know what i mean like and the and the goal and it's a score like you know get the 10 or something like that yeah of course something like that another really fun one again these could be rotated in because if you split it up too much it's uh it's not going to happen because there's not enough of a player base but imagine a mode um where or 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 a, or a play style where it's 5v5 it's you start with the draft choices this would be the best way to do the draft master set so you draft your master set players right every time you score with one that player comes off the ice and the goal is to win, get the first person to five goals. So you uh, score. That's really that, cool. That right wing comes off the ice. You score again, yeah. that center comes off the ice, and now it's 5v3. And I just think that, like, did the and content. It, it goes down to, like, if you score four goals before your opponent, you have one guy on the ice. Yeah, versus five. And they've got to, and they've got to, and now you've got to try and survive while they come back. Like, it, the content to try and 5-0 somebody would be hilarious. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be a ton of fun too. Like yeah. that would actually be fun. Yes, it would. Because like worst like case scenario, it's like whenever you do that, chances are it's going to be like four to one within five seconds. Exactly. Yeah. Like you'll score early, and like okay, now you're down a guy. You know, and yeah. like even if you're a bad, like you know, you're not a great player, and you're playing someone really good, it's still going to be very difficult to score five v one. 
Mm-hmm. Like, um, I just think that'd be really cool. I don't think they have it in the capacity or the tech to get down under three, though. I, really, I don't think so. And it's also like, would they have to reprogram certain things for how exactly. they would act? Um, that would never happen. That. And I, you know, but it would be a pipe dream. But I just thought that was a really, really cool. Someone in chat mentioned it. Um, so that that would just be a really, really cool idea to add um, to Hot Rush. But I think if they did those things, man, I would play Hot Rush every week. Yeah, I, play be fun. Every, I would play it every every time that there's an event, not just to grind, but to the stupidity of like an all truculence event or the survivor series style like i would or shoot us. is that is that what it would be called survivor, survivor series? series like would there be or like man down or something yeah. like the survivor series might be trademarked by uh wrestling probably yeah survivor series uh, probably would be but like yeah, yeah like it'd just be man it would just be so much fun and i think hot rush has a i think the rewards tree like the reward path is super cool that that's in hut that's in hut the rewards are just bunk like you don't want yeah. them right but um I, I think that if you if you give that guarantee reward at the end um you're gonna get a lot of people in hot rush and again if you make the rewards more fun i, I just it's very cookie cutter like clearly it is it's designed to be very cookie cutter um and you know we'll have to see but that was mine on uh, oh the last thing and probably the most important so I think you were a game changer when Hut Rush was was around, did it? Were, that was your first game, right? Um, that was my first year. So I remember joining in like the summer and people were talking about it. And I was like, what the hell is this Hut Rush thing? Okay, yeah. okay. So I remember it being kind of described as a way to bridge EASHL players over into Hut. You know, it's very, it's very ESHL. It has a very ESHL look to it. You know, like I think there's outdoor rinks and stuff or there was. Yeah. And like, you know, it, it seems like that. Imagine you could invite your buddies and your buddies work toward their XP path in Hut Rush. So we get a team of six, and we line up for Survivor Series, and your boys are with, like, it's six, your six, your six buddies, there's a goalie, a human goalie, like, and you're playing Hut Rush, that would be a blast. Or even if you're not, like, let's say you're doing shootout mode. You got, you got five buddies with you. Each one mm-hmm. of your buddies takes a shot. Like, how that isn't in the game is mind-boggling. If it's, if its goal was to try and, you know, bridge those ESHL players into Hut, the ability to actually play with your buddies like if it's 3v3 have a three team like dude that would be a blast on friday nights if you got your boys together or whatever and like you just had to like you just it's just nonsense like that's what it'd be it would just be it would be utter nonsense it wouldn't be sweating and even if it was it's way more fun to try and you know beat a guy beat a guy who's trying his heart out with six of your friends right yeah i would just want to try to 5-0 somebody in that survivor series Same, that sounds like, like that's fun, it you know? yo 5-0 like that's the ultimate right like, like that's the ultimate like you suck at the game send that message after you know you know you got 5 0 like yeah. oh 1v5 oh i like if you were against anyone that was a, bit, a division three and above how hard do you think that would be incredibly hard especially yeah. with like how the game is now i would say like uh nhl like 08 09 like those years you could probably do it because the game was so arcadey and there's no now time be and space like, like there's even no- like division seven and above like it'd still be really hard to like 5-0 somebody i think so man i just man imagine there was an achievement for it and you got like custom jerseys if you ever 5-0 someone yeah or like a player or something but i, I guess they'd also have to be worried about like uh win trading or something like yeah, for that like you true. get matched up but yeah that'd be fun it'd be so much fun dude like i just like i I haven't touched Hut Rush all year except maybe like the first first week, week when you like oh yeah. I gotta grind out all the rewards for every single mode and then it's like I'm never doing this again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just think that those five or six changes to Hut Rush would make it just a I don't want to say a perfect mode, but 
pretty close. Like, I don't know what else you could add to it. Do you have anything else that you think that you'd rather see? In no, the because we've, we've talked about it a lot with, like, the Truculence event. Like, I want to see um, longer-term milestones from Hut Rush. Because, um, like, right now, it's all based on a two-week one, like a two-week mm-hmm. window. Um, so whatever those are, right? So, like, I know some of them are, like, score the one-handed deeks. Like, I would love to see, like, long-term ones, like, score 100 of those and get, like, a Forsberg or, you know, do, like, whatever other deke, like, I think if it's that, tailored to a yeah, player. You, you have to be careful with that because you because the community's not big enough. Like, in a, I'll use MLB as an example. Like, you could, there's, like, missions in Battle Royale where it's, like, get get five hits or get a certain amount of XP with, with certain cards that are drafted. And it's so hard to match up with the with your buddy because it's cross-cons and like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it guarantee rewards for that, but it would be cool if you got, like, power of collectibles or or maybe not an x factor i don't spent. even think like the cards you get have to be amazing it could just, right? dude, it could just be jerseys or something a flex like imagine okay know, imagine like, this imagine you got to 500 shootout wins golden stick i mean for me that's not like you know i don't, I don't know, really but don't know. That, that would be yeah. that would give you it's not enough to move the needle but you would want that golden stick it's something that should be in the game that isn't i yeah, think like, like same stuff thing, like, like that yeah, yeah like like mlb does it great with like bats there's like a hundred of them you know and you can get different kinds like you can get one with the cats with lasers on it and stuff by doing yeah. like a certain event like that should be for sure well you game. gotta watch out because then you get the people that come in like that's not real hockey and stuff you know i guess like, i'm sure there's some of those in, in baseball where it's like oh, it's not real baseball like i don't i don't i've played the game a little bit you know if there's like a bat with like laser eyes like People are probably like, you know, Mickey Mantle wouldn't use this bat. <laughs> I don't see a lot, a lot. I guess I mean, okay. I don't know. Oh, maybe, maybe the but community maybe, is different then. I think there's a lot be. more purists and that play there hockey for sure. uh, compared to people that play the baseball game. Yeah, um, but yeah, that, that would be fun. I would like that. Um, I mean, they used to have like, I mean, I know it wasn't in Hunt Rush, but they used to have like the banners and stuff in your arena that you like mm. saved for getting like a playoff championship. Yeah, exactly. Um, I would like to see more, more stuff carry over for for the player, like uh, more like flex items. You like to say, yeah, I think yeah. that would be really cool. Like banners that you hang from like the, you know, like from in your arena and stuff. Yeah, like of you course. That like, you get top twenty in hut champs. Yep. What's they the next thing we should that. talk about? Like, what's the next like uh, mode? We oh, should the cover? next. Oh, the next mode we should cover. Oh, no, 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 are, no, we no, gonna, are we going to do this week? What's that? Go ahead. Oh no! Do you want to do this weekly? Want to do like a different? Uh, yeah, hut, we could do a different mode every week. weekly yeah all right next week uh next week uh there's like three modes yeah, yeah you fix, fix rivals. rivals or squad battles well uh let's fix squad battles because i've all actually right. like written a lot to the uh devs this year about squad battles so oh excellent I'm kind of curious to yeah. hear about that all right, all right yeah, I wrote down um, here, yo yo yesterday i wrote down something that i think that we should do every week where we um pick a different topic well, and give our this is what i was going to bring up the yep. the the albums right yep three this favorite is actually albums. what i was about yeah three favorite albums so i thought about it so okay all right how do you want to do this who's um, first you can go first name okay give us the like parameters of what what you oh, of course yeah I, I put thought into this i was taking a shower earlier today and i'm like oh yeah we we have to talk about that um so i'll go with my three albums so number one i am gonna go with blink 182's untitled album the one that okay. came out in 2003 okay. had like feeling this on this uh i miss you or whatever which yeah. you know obviously gets overplayed um and then the parameters of it i think uh i think that like early 2000s the mid 2000s like that pop punk era 
uh, was great because like it came right after uh, and you're you're older. So you remember this like that late 90s, uh, like wrestling was really big and like yep. Limp Biscuit and corn. A lot of that. And stuff, there was yeah. this. Yeah. And there was just like hyper masculine, like just like stuff. Right. Yep. And it was like Rolling. just like. It was just garbage. It was like this yeah. alpha male garbage that there wasn't like a lot of thought and like art behind it. Let's go and one it was for very... one, by the way. Sorry to interrupt. Okay, yeah. Let's go one for one. You give one, yeah. then I'll give one. So go ahead. Yeah. So I, I think that album, like they, they had done um, like, you know, they had Take Off Your Pants and Jacket before that. They had Enema of the State. Um, and that was like their, that was like their, like that changed like how that uh, music genre was like made. Because like after that, you had like Good Charlotte that kind of tried to be like them. And you had so many bands that tried to be like them. And that was like that. That album to me is, I think, like the best of that type of music. Um, but you know, I could go on and on about. Why? Well, uh, so, like, okay, so what made you think of that? Like, because like how I so I I talked about this on stream too. One of one of like the deep deep talks I've had during my subathon at night. Um, someone asked me a question while I was flying back from the Dominican um, on Twitter. Is like, what's your favorite song? And I was like trying to determine like what would be what. How do you determine what your favorite songs are? And how I came about this was like they have to be tied to a moment yeah like it has to because if you just like a song you'll play it over and over again and it'll be forgotten about and you'll get sick of it right like that's happened to like but there's got to be a few songs and same thing with albums so i'm gonna give um we grew up in like the last or well i guess right in the middle of like cds and walkmans so like, i feel yeah. like albums now like an album drops you binge it Right. But then it's really mm -hmm. you just listen to the like the singles, like for the most part, for people that aren't obsessed with an artist, let's say like if you're not obsessed with Kanye, OK, yeah. Kanye's album drops, you listen to whatever, like the most popular ones are or someone drops a bunch of singles and then it's like an album comes out like MGK. Like I'll do that. But like um, like so like I think that albums back in like the early 2000s, mid 2000s, when like CDs were still like really pop at their height of their popularity, which is crazy to think about. We were. We literally listened to CDs at the height of their popularity. Yeah. And it only lasted like, man, like cassettes and like whatnot, like went from like 98 to like, or like up until 98. And then like CDs up until were like, like 98. Yeah. Were like 99 to like, then I remember like, I got my first MP3 player when I was 14, which is like 2004. So mm -hmm. like CDs were only around for like five years and where it was like, you know, they were always they were around for like a decade but like still like weren't huge um so why w during that period of time did you binge the album all the time do you have the cd um, like no so i whenever that album came out i was like nine years old right so i really wasn't listening to them i remember um being like six or seven hearing like all the small things on the radio and like as a little kid you like the, you like the music <laughs> yeah exactly like see so, so you like the music and then like i think everybody in high school at some point like some dude gets in the blink 182 because it's like uh, they were cool, but um, they also like ex explained feelings and like, you know, you yeah. understood like where they were or like, you know, that music spoke to you, especially as like an awkward like teenager. Right. Like a lot of like guys that are just like, oh, you know, these people kind of get me. Like, how do I talk to a girl or something or like making fun of things? Right. Um, so like I got into them heavy in high school and then, you know. I think, like I said, I, I think it just speaks to like a lot of people in high school whenever you. I guess that's uh, true. Like that, those, yeah. that genre. Yeah, that genre of music. And then as I got older, um, like my wife really likes them. So that's like one of the bands that we can listen to. Like we can put on any song um, and listen to Blink-182, right? But then it's like uh, I like a lot, a lot of their other projects they've done. But I think that album specifically, I think that's their best one just because it's like 
I can listen to that as an adult and enjoy it because it's more mature themes compared to like if I listen to take off your pants and jacket like I'm just, you know, uh, it's like made for like 16 year olds, you know, it. So when you when when uh, you talked about like remembering like why that why that album was like one of your favorites, yeah. um, it immediately made me think back like I never liked Blink One Eighty Two and I thought they were like too old like they like it's like when was that Can you see when that album was made? Uh, it was two thousand three, I believe. Which is crazy because like when I think back to that era, I was obsessed with Does This Look Infected by Some Forty One. And okay. like I feel like those two bands were very very closely tied together. They like, were because they were right around the same time, right? Exactly. Yeah. Because like, like uh, some forty one did they have like that all killer no filler or something? Was that them? Uh, yep, all killer no filler. Okay. That was like yeah. one of their first albums, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But does this look infected? Um, thinking about it now, I think that if I have to think about it, um, it's not one of my favorite albums. I think that if you were to do this, do this like, um, exercise. It has to be like they have to come to you. If you have to think about it too much, I don't think it's your favorite album. Yeah, for so, sure. So like it has the Hell song, which I absolutely love. Still waiting over my head. Like has some of like the best songs from like that era. Um, but I will go with um, Mesmerized by System of a Down. I think okay. that from start to finish, you have to really like Serge Tankian's voice because it, it's not for everybody. And some of the songs are just absolutely way out there in terms of like lyrics and just um, but I think BYOB is like one of the anthems of like that era of like rock. I think if it, like there is no way not to listen at, or there's no way to listen to that song and not be fired up, ready to run through a wall. And um, I remember buying that album and uh, it was I, I it was when San Andreas came out. I was in grade nine. And I just I would go and stay at my mom's house um, when she lived in the States. My parents, my parents split up and I would go and say, and obviously I didn't have any friends there because I didn't go to school there. So I would just bring my big, huge Xbox, like original Xbox and play San Andreas. And they had a feature where you could put a CD in and then you can go to the radio station. And it was like whatever was that you had downloaded to your console. So I would just listen to Mesmerize while grinding San Andreas. Whenever that's I was awesome. like, and like that's like one of my and then not to mention like. Um, I learned like everyone learns like four songs on a guitar and like my one buddy yeah. was like a really good drummer, really good musician, had a pretty semi-successful band that like made it to uh, uh, Much Music's um, uh, a show on Much Music, which is basically MTV Canadian version. Um, but anyways, um, so yeah, Mesmerize is, is one of my top three. It's not my number one, but it is definitely in my top three. I listen to it on stream from start to finish. I love every song. Um, all right. So let's uh, let's hear your number two. Uh, number two, I have to go uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by Kanye. Um, so I was, uh, that came out the end of 2009, I believe, going into 2010. Um, and I just remember being over at my friend's house. We were playing like Call of Duty or something. Um, and then I just remember like listening to that album like repeatedly. And I'm the biggest Kanye fan in the world. Like I, I still love him. I don't care what goes on. Um, and that that to me is the best album of all time. Um, I don't know if it's my favorite, uh, but like just sonically, everything going on in the album is just like flawless. It was like he went out and he was like, I'm going to make the greatest album ever. Every single song is going to be perfect. And it was like, I, I love the album. I could I, listen to it every day. I wonder if like I have like psychologically a thing where I don't like what everyone likes because I have never been big into Kanye. And I like every genre of music like so, but if that was the case, right? Like, there's a lot of people that hate him. Not when, like, not when, uh, uh, what's his second album? 
graduation. Uh, graduation's the third. third so when graduation came yeah. out, there was no one that disliked Kanye. <laughs> You're right because that was stronger. So like yeah. he was at some the of the peak. peak of his popularity, right? Yeah, like I liked a lot of those songs, yeah. but for whatever reason, I just I, I did not like. And maybe I didn't like that kind of rap. I've been someone who like I I love top forty because I like something that has a really good verse and a really good like beat and it could be country it could be screamo it could be edm it does not matter like as long as it has a good beat in a course like i love it so uh kanye stuff is like uh is uh, lyrically i don't like i don't really care a ton about lyrics like my buddy like i have a few friends like that are really big into music that they they listen to the lyrics and the lyrics like speak to them i guess or like you know that kind of hits home i very rarely pay attention to the lyrics i really just pay attention to like the sound which is i guess weird i don't know but um all right so i am uh i'm having a hard time with number two um because it's one of two and i know one of them it's um because when you said call of duty immediately i was like what was in my boom box when i was grinding (laughs) halo 3 with my friends yeah um and an album came out in the middle of it so disturbed is my was my favorite band it oh, probably wow. still is yeah it's probably still is my favorite band um yeah. and Ten Thousand fists is like there is not a bad song on that album and some of their best songs ever but indestructible came out and still f- very good but i think that there are songs that are weaker and some that are among their best in Ten Thousand fists i don't think there is a weaker song so okay. I will say I will say it's ten thousand fists. Um, again, like I remember, just because I think indestructible. The thing about indestructible is I remember one of the last. It was in grade. I was in grade twelve. Me and my yeah. buddy, uh, me and my buddy Kyle, we had already been accepted to to college, and we skipped our our second our our second um, uh, half of classes. And Disturbed came out. We met my buddy who went to another school, and we ended up going to concerts and like with them all the time. But uh, we went to HMV. And, or sunrise before it closed down sunrise records it closed down we bought this album and we drove around in my 94 plymouth sundance and we listened to the whole album like three times and that's part of me why i remember why i want to say it's my favorite because i have such a distinct memory of listening to it uh-huh. um but it's Ten Thousand fists like i'm just looking over the songs um Ten Thousand fists would be my uh, would be in my top three for sure i did i liked them a lot whenever i was younger i did see them on um Right around that time period when Indestructible came out, they were touring with Slipknot. Yep. Um, for I forget what tour it was. Um, and Darian I saw Lake both of them at uh or no, sorry, Darren Lake. What's in Ohio? Uh, is it Darren Lake? Oh, dude, I have no idea. Oh man, what is the? Someone's in chat here. What is the big venue that is where people where tons of bands play in Ohio? Anyway, sorry, continue. Yeah, like. Oh yeah, yeah. dude, that that tour though. I remember I went for Disturbed um, yeah. because I like them. And then I was like, oh, I'm not too big into Slipknot. And I saw Slipknot and ended up loving Slipknot like way more. Like I think their first three albums, even like their fourth one, what was that? All Hope is Gone was good. But like I ended up being like, okay, I love Slipknot now. Like after seeing them live. <laughs> but uh, I like, dude, I like Disturbs. Was it the first album? What believe, was the one with- believe and Down Down with the Sickness is a little too heavy for me. Um, but uh, Believe is the album that everyone forgets about. And okay. uh, it was it was pro- it was one like I liked it more than any of my friends that were obsessed with Disturbed too. So, uh, I don't think it's Six Flags. Maybe it is Six Flags. I don't. There's a plate. There's a venue. And I just can't remember what it is for some reason. Dude, my third album. This is way too hard. I don't. I mean, we. It's still. I'm, I'm, I I've don't got, think. I've got I don't my think this is like a, uh, If you can go I don't five, think this I can is go like five. a three. 
like because even though i'm saying these albums dude there's like 50 that i yeah, love yeah, yeah. because like you said earlier like how do you decide your favorite song and it's like you're always connected to a moment and there's probably like a hundred songs like i love that it's like at any moment they could be my favorite song I th- right I th- yeah i think with an album it's like again i don't think it can happen anymore like i, d- I don't think like because it's so single heavy like you don't really release an album anymore you release a single uh some of the i i don't know I don't so I'm I'm big in the music. Yeah. Uh, like I, I like following it and stuff. And I think like not that I'm saying you're wrong because I think mm-hmm. like more people paid attention to albums fifteen years ago, yeah, whenever yeah. it's like you if you wanted the single, like you had to buy the C D, right? Like yeah. if you wanted like That's Britney it. Spears, yeah, yeah, like yeah, hit yeah, me yeah. baby one more time, yeah. like you're buying her C D, um, which is like a random example I used. But like now, um, like, we have you to can go just five. pick and choose, right? We have to go five. Cho- we have to go five. We have to go five. So name name your All third. Right. My my third one. I'm gonna go uh, Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Mad City. Okay. Um. So I remember, I was one of the first. I think I was the first person to listen to him in high school, um. Because like I found like I was on like dude, I was the biggest nerd in high school. So like on like rap message boards and stuff, right? Like, and I remember like uh, downloading the overly dedicated mixtape he had. Like it was like a couple years before, um like good kid mad city came out and i loved him and then like he was coming out with an album it was my like sophomore year of high school i believe or sophomore year of college that came out and i was like i have to have a kendrick lamar album on this and so i'm gonna go with the first one because it's like i remember when that came out i was in between like classes and college and like my roommate left so I, I closed the door i locked the door shut the lights off laid down and listened to the album and uh he he might be like my favorite rapper uh besides kanye so there's an album of his. I'm going to go with the first one. Okay. Okay. All right. All yeah. right. I, number three for me will be... Um, uh, why can't I think of the name of it? One second. I always mix up the two names. Um, it is not Carolina. It's Chief. Uh, it's Chief by Eric Church. So this is uh, the first album that um, I think a lot of guys go through this where they are shunned by their boys for liking country music. And then you get to an age where you're like, man, this kind of slaps. And then you're like, okay, this hits me right in the feels. And then you just yeah. like country. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, given by what the song, the albums that you've given, I don't know if you can stand country music. And I don't really uh, blame you for not. But I don't, I don't mind some of it. I don't listen to it. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I, it is like is definitely one of my favorite genres. Um, but uh, again, it's very easy to have a good verse or a good course and a good and a good beats to a country song. I also love acoustic. I love the sound of acoustic. Yeah. Um. So I will go with I will go with Chief. It is. I remember. Um. My mom was she has been obsessed with country music her whole life, and I just was always like, this is so lame. Every time that she would like play a, a CD in her boombox or whatever, and I was like hanging out. Um, she convinced me to go to an Eric Church concert at um, Darien Lake, and she was going through a pretty hard time, and we hadn't seen each other very much. Um, she she she'd actually gotten stuck in the United States. Her, her um, my ex stepdad like a big falling out. They got divorced, and she got stuck there. Um, so it was really rough on her, and we didn't talk a lot. And she got tickets to this Eric Church concert at Darien Lake, and we went, and uh, we had a really really good time. But then um there's a specific song on that album called uh homeboy which is like probably his most famous song and it just started pissing and thunderstorming and we weren't in under the pavilion and uh so we just decided we're just rocking out to it right with a couple of friends and they there ended up being on the lawn of darian lake it's a disaster 
right? It is an absolute mess. So you get a little bit of rain there, and it's just pure mud. Dude, they made this mudslide. The pouring rain thundered me and my mom slide down this huge mud. Like, it was just one of the most fun nights I've had that was, like, you know, with my mom that I can think of that I can probably the most fun I've ever had with my mom. Um, so that is that is definitely in my top five because, yeah, all, all of the songs on that, especially, uh, especially Homeboy. Um, and it's the first really country artist that made me like country, so. Number four. I'll have to check it out. Uh, number four, uh, you know, I don't care if nobody listens to this group. Uh, the Mountain Goats, The Sunset Tree. So the album is The Sunset Tree. Do they have um, a single have, that, like, someone would know? Uh, no Children. Um, it actually got pretty big on TikTok, like, a year ago. Oh, um, I love yeah, TikTok, yeah. so maybe if Yeah, it got okay. really big on TikTok. Uh, so I listened. I didn't get into them until I was an adult. Um, without getting too deep on this podcast, which we do sometimes, I guess. Yeah. Um, the album is about like a, uh, a kid, like he obviously is an adult now, but he's talking about his like re- relationship with his stepfather. So I come from like a shitty broken home. Yep. So it's like hearing all these things as an adult, you know, relating to the music. Um, you know, I'd never heard anybody talk about these types of things before in music. Mm-hmm. And it was like, there was some songs where it's like, that was my childhood. Like, this is like everything I was oh, feeling, okay. you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, uh. I have to go. That whole album's about that. So, like, it's just a great album. Um, so I'll go with that one. I'll save. A, I'll save a more popular one for the uh, for the number five. Say but, that yeah. again, though. Like, what was it? Oh, here. Uh, so, the Mountain Goats is the band, and then the Mountain album is the Goats. yeah, the Sunset Tree. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is really hard now because now we're down to two, and um, I will go with. Um, so when I, uh, I'm trying to think of like moments in life, right? Cause again, that's how I think that you determine music. I think that if it makes you, reminds you of something, there's usually a song that you hear that listen to it. Uh, and when you're doing an album, it has to be multiple songs from the same album that like make you do it. So when I lost all of my weight and I got down to the, the healthiest I've been right around my wedding and I decided to be a content creator in like 2017, I listened to, for whatever reason, this one album and the song and how I found them is because it's from NHL and uh now if you played legend by the score you would hate it um but with the first time that you heard it in nhl 18 it was incredible and it just got super replayed but the actual album uh called atlas is an banger from start to finish and that was i i literally listened to every song from that album whether it was morning cardio or when i was i had to do weights or when i was in crossfit who is this album by it's by it's called atlas and legend if you played it right now you'd be like oh my god i can't like it's it is probably one of it's it's high hopes it's like it's that yeah legend do they have do they have high hopes no that's uh panic the disco Oh, okay. Okay. But, uh, so my issue is I always turn off the soundtrack like the first, whenever I first log into the so game. So do I, but it was the hype sound, the hype track to like when um, promos of the game came out. Everyone okay. listening that plays NHL knows exactly the song, I guarantee you. But the actual album from that was uh, was pretty incredible. So that would be Atlas by, uh, or sorry, um, it's called, sorry, it's Atlas by the score. That is the album. Okay. All right, you're on number five. This is where it gets right, hard. Number- yeah, number five, um, I, I have to go with the Taylor Swift album, and I'm going to go Folklore, one Why? of the newer ones. Uh, so first off, I love Taylor Swift. My wife got me into Taylor Swift uh, oh, no shit. in college. Yeah, yeah. She's okay. great. She's great. Yeah. Um, started to like her during like uh, 1989, like the, the one after. I think that was after the Red Album. So 1989 was a great album. But uh, two years ago, 
we moved into our house here mm -hmm. and we were broke after we moved in because like, I remember I sold like Bitcoin and stuff. We bought our new house. We were like, we got to get out of where we're living. Um, and then like a month maybe after we moved in here, that album came out like, a, I think it was a surprise release on like YouTube and it was like midnight and we stayed up all night listening to that album um, with like, you know, next to no furniture and shit. And uh, the album still like, I love it. I can listen to every single song on it. So I'm going to go uh, number five. That's that. okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Respect. Um, yeah. So I was trying to figure out like, um, my wife is obsessed with Follow Boy, and I like Follow Boy a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I was trying to think of something that would remind me of my wife, uh, because I feel like that's something you should do. But it's uh, I love Fall Boy, but there isn't a full album where I listen. There is a lot that can go here. Like there is a, there is a lot um, that I could go here. Like uh, Heist by Macklemore is is a close. Um, thrift Shop. That's the one with Thrift Shop on it. You and I have opposite music tastes. Oh, for sure. I'm sure. Besides, man. besides, um probably our love for late 90s and early to mid 2000s like uh yeah, rock yeah. which i think i think you and i probably align a lot on yeah um outside of that we're like mm -hmm. on different worlds which like, is great heist but yeah heist by macklemore was in there but now i'm just looking at it and again it, it's it i think that you know if you have to look for it it's not but like if you see the album and you know every song and you know every song and you like it um mm -hmm. i'm gonna go with uh went through my first like real breakup when i was like 19 it's tough you know i had to do did it myself you know I, was, I secluded myself from my friends all that and i would just go to cardio and i would go to the gym but i wasn't heavy into the gym but i would just go alone and then um ended up my wife ended up really liking them and i actually went and saw them in concerts the only time i think one of the only times we ever got a concert together uh masterpiece theater by mariana's trench is uh is my number five i love nice. every single song and masterpiece theater part three that song specifically is like one of my favorite songs of all time and it doesn't really it doesn't even really have a moment tied to it it's just an absolute banger but that is my number five so we were all over the place there we were dude i we, had uh, system of a down and mariana's trench <laughs> yeah no i mean it's great it's great to have that like i love listening uh like so rap is probably my favorite genre but it's also like the least uh dude, i listen to you know bro i was about to put I went and looked, and it, it honestly could go in here, but um, it's called. Um, hang on one second. This is like peak. You have a shitty car with a great sound system. All right, I lived with my friend who had that, and then I put a sound system in my in my, <laughs> in my ninety four Plymouth Sundance. Uh, Bread to Die, Born to Live by Little Scrappy. It was. I listen to this album just so much. They have a, he has a song called "Oh Yeah." It's number twenty. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of skits on his album. Yeah, but like "Gangster Gangster" with Little John. I know everyone knows that song. Um, I'm trying to think of the other ones that were on there, but like the whole album, I loved, 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 loved. And I almost put it in there, but it's uh, if I listen to it now, I'd probably cringe a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most likely. So he was signed to Little John. I don't know, like I he so like the 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 song "Gangsta Gangsta," which okay. like, I think everyone would know, um, with Lil John is is actually a little scrappy. Like that's his, like, he's the main. It's his song, which okay. I don't think I don't think a lot of people know. But he has a song called "Oh Yeah" that I must have listened to. I broke my MVP player listening to that one song. I love it. Looks it. like his career kind of died down after rapping, but he has a reality career now. Oh yeah, he's on, Lo like, he's it, on Love and Hip Hop. He's big now. It died after that album. Like it, I think it was his first album, and it was 
amazing and i'm pretty sure like he got into like one of like the bigger rap groups but it legit after that did not it did not hit after that but yeah um yeah man that's so i mean there's a there's a lot that could have made the list like i have like uh like are you a big weezer fan at all dude i hate weezer oh my god like uh their first two albums are just great i'm I'm, dude i'm shocked um but we talked about it earlier how dude uh limp biscuit what are your thoughts dude limp biscuit has some of the best bangers of my life like i will i will never forget i could not get my mom to let me buy limp biscuit and i think it was um I'm just chocolate to... starfish and hot it's, dog flavored water it's probably that it's probably yeah. that but i'll know the cover once i see it um yeah it's 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 chocolate starfish and hot dog flavored water so one of my buddies um who was kind of uh from the wrong side of the tracks in grade six he managed to let me he let me borrow uh that album and i remember listening to it like on my way home from walking over from school in grade six and uh like my way was one of the most it it was destroyed by the radio because my way i don't know there was no way that you lived your life in the early 2000s and didn't hear my way at least 500 times because that was they had some good songs like so i've been torturing my wife recently because we have a sirius xm radio Mm -hmm. in the car and i live between like 10 stations like and it's like they're in a row so it goes like indie music and then it goes like thrash metal. Then it goes like late 90s, early 2000s rock. And then it goes like hip hop. So like I stay within that range of channels. But this one channel, it'll be like corn and then it'll be like Limp Biscuit and Disturbed and Slipknot. And like I always find a station right there. Like or I always find a song on there. So my way was on uh, two days ago. And then yesterday, I think it was Take a Look Around from that oh, album. So good. Which, so they're a guilty pleasure, but they're act- like they had some great they were, songs. Roland, like I mean, the Undertaker kind of made hits. that cringe. Yeah, but like, dude, Roland yeah. was there. Like I said, there was no way you were a kid you heard that and you weren't fired up out of that. Uh, another really good one um, that uh, people are probably going to be like screaming because we're of our age because we're thirty. Um, that I feel like needs to be mentioned, but I, I have like favorite songs from each. Uh, Meteora. Um, I really remember Meteor and it could make my top five, but I think that I, I like I like my top What's five. What's that? Meteor by Linkin Park. Oh, okay, see, I never got into Linkin Park. Wow. Okay, I know, I know it's surprising. Okay, I, I was on the Weezer one, but dude, you didn't like yes, Linkin Park and you I didn't like Linkin Park and it was because uh, there's this one kid I didn't like in like grade school that liked them and I thought they were just like lame. Oh, you missed so out. So like, I've carried that. Yep. And like, I, I, I can't get into them as an adult. Wow, dude, that's wild. Um, yeah. Dude, yeah, Hybrid Theory, Meteora, man. Like, I feel like those are the famous CD era rock, like rock bands. Like, that's wow, that's surprising. Yeah, I know. That is, uh, that is surprising. Obviously, uh, the Eminem show. Yeah, so I remember getting uh, that one, the edited version for like Christmas one year, maybe. Dude, Eminem, like, so I didn't have an Eminem album on there, uh, but to like any young white kid in yep. like wherever like eminem was just the biggest thing it that you could it. ever imagine like yeah. there was he, no bad song like i legitimately no. i can't think of a song that i hear from eminem that i have unless it's from relapse um that i would i will turn off and honestly uh, re- uh is it recovery uh recovery might be one of my top like like favorite albums of all time but okay. relapse was so bad See, I've gotten in the relapse more, re- not recently. It's I guess, just like jokey tone of voice, though. And it's yeah, like, but 
his uh his like rhyme schemes and stuff on the album were really good but it's that accent that ruins it it's you know? because yeah, it was like it was like him doing the eminem show but he's like 35 or 40 and that made it like ah dude, dude it's as... like the you, you can't listen to that in public because he's talking about like the cra- it, like serial killer stuff yeah, right it's, so it's, it's bad like, news what are you gonna like roll your windows down and listen to the you know like, i can't even out, i can't even say the things he says on the album because like you know i'd be banned from GWC. Is really bad <laughs> i'd be banned from gw yeah oh man i hope but yeah eminem off. from the uh like the eminem show uh marshall mathers lp and uh slim shady lp he had like back to back to back encore is like people have like thought like um um they have like where like m or encore wasn't good like there's people that think encore wasn't good and it was like the beginning of like his like like not like downfall but like where he like kind of went eh but I don't really see it. Like I thought that you don't see it. I, like I, I like like I'm looking at. Okay, I'm looking at the song list for the first time. Yeah. And maybe I'm just thinking of like some of my favorites. Oh, maybe. Wait. I thought that. Uh, if if you, you go and listen to the Eminem show and then go listen to like uh, Encore. Man, like, maybe I'm, maybe back-to-back. all the songs I'm thinking of that were on Encore were just on the Eminem show. Is White America? Oh my God! No. The okay. Now I see why people hated Encore. I don't recognize it's, any of these. It's not a good. Oh, like out. toy like soldiers. Okay, that. Okay, I there's love a couple. Lights. There's a couple good songs on there, uh, but that's about it. It's pretty bad. Yeah. No, I can see that too. Uh, somebody's like no Jay Z. Uh, dude. I mean, like I said, any of these, any like, there's like three or four Jay Z albums album, that could probably. Like, yeah, like, oh, for no, an like, album, have, you like, have to be start four. to finish. Like, how often? Oh no, do he you... has them. He has. He yeah, has. Uh, sleeves. Yeah, he has like. It wasn't big Jay Z guy. Uh, see, I, like I said, I'm a big rap guy. He has yeah. Reasonable Doubt, The Blueprint. I'd even put like American Gangster up there uh, for Jay Z, but um, I don't. What is I, the most recent album that you love? The most recent album that I love? Yeah, like that. Um, that could be that is that you think that maybe in ten years, um, you're like, okay, this could be in, this could crack. Yeah, I mean, I have an, I have a, we went to see this band uh, a couple years ago and it's, they're like this Australian band, like okay. uh, from Australia, obviously. Uh, Middle Kids is the band. Okay. And uh, we, we, it was their first album. Um, and we saw them a few years ago at like the small club that was like, like a hundred people. Oh, and it cool. was like so crazy because like my wife and I really loved the band. Like we loved the album from start to finish. It was their only album at the time. And we see like literally what is at the time our favorite band in the world, like, and we're right in front of them. So that was pretty oh, cool. That was, that was, that was, um, so that'll probably, that'll probably remain there. But I did have uh, the Taylor Swift album there from two years ago. Okay, okay. Um, but dude, I'm big into music. So like all the time, like I, I find like a new album I, I really like. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. Uh. My like my mine would be. Uh, Are you gonna say MGK? I was about to say yeah. Tickets to my downfall. Yeah. Uh, I like the downfall. first not, song. Not not mainstream. Not mainstream salad that just came out. But tickets yeah. to my downfall is like he ditched rapping, and I love Halsey and like, like she's got one banger on there and like I love MGK. I think MGK is awesome. But. See I. I can't not tell. for everybody. He's not for everybody. Yeah, oh, yeah. CJ just said Ed Sheeran. Um, Ed Sheeran's. Uh, oh my God, it's blue. I can't remember the album name. Also another band. The I think for it to be like a favorite album, you have to be able to, like. How often do you listen to an album full the way through? Now, uh, it depends on like. I, so working from home, like I'll do it quite a bit. You know, like I just um, listen to a song and I click go to a song radio. 
Do you? I uh, I like the daily mixes on Spotify. Do you have those? Kind of, but like again, I make my own. Like so, like okay. a hack for anyone that's listening. If you on Spotify, if you right click on a song you really like, it will find you songs that people listen to in succession to that song that on spotify that are around the same genre the same sound the same tone and it's how i found like all of my favorite music basically yeah. but it's a nice little hack that you can do but yeah the, the daily ones work too because it's um, essentially yeah, dude, that. that uh that that first like mgk album when he's doing like the pop punk stuff the first song on that i forget what it's called but like it's i, I like that one a lot um like the opening one what's it called uh on like the one of his recent ones the, the the album you love like oh the no. tickets to my downfall yeah well, what's the, that? First, the first one's the title track and then there's drunk face and then forget me too but the one must uh, be the title track yeah the aggressive one yep yeah but yeah. uh all yeah. right we talked about music so next week we'll have to pick out a new topic tv shows or movies uh we've talked about uh we did tv shows we'll have to do movies okay we'll do movies I want to see. I think like, we did both but we can figure out something yeah i would like uh yeah let's do let's do our five not movies we think that are the best made but our five favorites okay you know what i mean like not like this isn't gonna win an oscar but the you know all right yeah all right well guys yeah this is basically what it's gonna be now so um you know viewership drop off will probably be pretty imminent but <laughs> we did talk about shell we did we did a little bit yeah let's fix hot rush make hot rush yeah. great again all right <laughs> all right guys we'll see you next week have a good one see ya Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.